What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the North Leeds Jits podcast. This week's special episode, I've got my friend Ollie here, and I've got James. Yeah. And these guys have come all the way from Australia. And uh, it's not my first time meeting them. We, we knew each other from when I was uh, working in Gracie Barra Bondo, which is where you guys are from. If you yeah. guys have seen the yeah. podcasts we've done with Coach Ricky, uh, then, then you already know a little bit about the background that Ollie's coming from here, from a really good competition team. Just to set the, set the scene here, Ollie, you've got some great achievements to your name, don't you? Yeah, I do. do you want, uh, I'm going to read some out. You tell me uh, a little bit more about it. So you're a yellow belt in jiu-jitsu now? Yeah, I Solid am. Solid yellow belt? Yeah, yeah yellow-white belt. Yellow-white well, uh, belt, nice. I'm planning to get my yellow belt in March, I think. Oh, really? Is that when it's, you think it's about June? Yeah, nice. that, that's when I think I'm going to get it. Good yeah. stuff. AJP World Champion. That's a big. That's a big yeah, one. Yeah. So so we went to Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. uh, me, my mom, and my dad, and the yep. whole team of Gracie Baha. We went to the Abu Dhabi, and we did this competition called the Abu Dhabi World Professional Jiu Jitsu Championship. So my friends did the World Youth Jiu Jitsu mm -hmm. Championship, but I did the World Festival because you need to be like ten to eleven to do the yep. higher grades of the World Championship, but. Yeah, I, I won the World Festival and I had two fights. One was with the, I think, Russian and Turkish champion. Wow. And I beat him by golden points, so you have to score the, f the first one to score a point mm. wins the match. What did you get him with? I got him with a takedown, but it went off the mat. Okay. So in AJP rules, if you take them down, but they go off the mat, then it's an advantage, which is one point in okay. Abu Dhabi. Nice. Instead of it being an advantage, yeah. yeah. Nice. Man, it must have been so cool to go out with your team to a different country to go and compete, yeah, right? It was it was really cool. We went in this stayed in this nice hotel, the W, and it was not it's not that long of a drive, but we we lived in the quarters where the the other hotel for my friends they mm -hmm. all stayed in, but we stayed in a hotel. Nice, that was near that, yeah. Look, you got loads of achievements here, I wanna go through them. Uh, IBJJF Pan Pacific Kids Champion. Oh hmm. yeah, that was like one and a half years ago, yeah. like maybe. You got a story in that one. Yeah. Who did you fight? So I fought Lachlan Greenwood, who in the Victoria State Championship the the year the same year as mm -hmm. I did Pan Packs. But I, there's somebody else you fought in the semi final. Somebody quite famous. Mm, I think. Hemsworth. Oh yeah, I fought Chris Hemsworth's son, uh, mm. Sasha Hemsworth. No way. So. Um, Thor was standing right next to my coach, my professor, <laughs> and and his son went on the mat with me, and and we fought, but I got him in a triangle in nice. thirty seconds. Yeah, beating up Thor's son. I know really that's. Nice. So there was a lot of. I women. thought he would get the Miyagi. Oh, uh, a lot smashed. of women watching that fight. I couldn't get <laughs> yeah. anywhere near the mat. <laughs> my sisters wanted begging me, begging my dad to come, like, yeah. see him. Yeah. His older sisters had to come to that one when they realised. Sasha was in the bracket, but that that was good. That was a, a fun yeah. Fight. It was really fun. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, and uh, two-time Australian uh, national champion. Yeah, I won it this year. I think it, it was before Worlds, definitely. It's a long time ago now, but I think it was a different setup or a different place because it was much bigger and refurbished. Mm. Uh, who did I fight? Um, I don't actually remember who Well, I somebody fought. in the final you fought who was excellent, Jackson. Oh, yeah, and, Jackson Bragg. Um, we haven't fought him before. He was excellent, no. good, good, team, good sportsman too. God player. He was really good. 
his guard was super sticky. Mm. Hard to really figure out his game to try and pass it. But I passed it just at the last second to get Amazing. points Pulled it out of the back. to win. Yeah. And the year before was, mm. was good too. And you're yeah. the uh, GB national champion and then a four-time state champion too. Yeah, uh, the GB one was a long time ago, but I recently did one this year. Um, it was good. I beat the kid by 6-0, I think. Um, but I wasn't having a good day then, and I did a wrong move. And Ricky I wasn't up. very happy with no, you, was no. he? I didn't do really well, but I still pulled it out. But nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, tell me a little bit. Imagine for the people that are, are listening, they don't really know what happens in the kids' comp team at GB Bondi. Yeah. Which, to give some context, is a very successful team. Well. And, uh, something I would, I'd like to have one day here. But uh, tell me a little bit about, set the scene for me. So there's one side, usually when we do training or specific training or roles, which is sparring or wrestling, there's like a halfway line, so we put cones down and there's the little kids and the big kids. I'm still in the little kids section, but when I get like 12 or something, I can move up. I'll be a high belt by then. So I'm already quite like halfway through the class belts. Like there's a lot of gray belts and white belts. Yeah. But there's no white belts. So how do you even uh, get into the competition team? How does that start? So I think you've at least got to be eight years old, even though I went in when I was seven and three quarters, which is still close to eight. Mm -hmm. But you have to be over grey belt or grey-white belt. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be pretty, pretty good, to be honest. You've got to have at least done six comps before. And every year we do at least one comp and all those comps, there's one specific team inside of the competition team called the professional team, right? So it's not just the little comps like the Sydney State or, yeah, those type of competitions, but the pro team like goes to the big ones like Worlds and Pan Ams and yeah. all those big ones that no, no one really goes to. And how, how is it like the training in, in the comp team session? What do you guys get up to? So it goes for two hours. Um, we do some specific training in between, like games, we call them. But at the end, we mostly do roles, which are like sparring, mm -hmm. like at least 12 rounds or so. And we go really hard like at it. The reason that they made the comp team is because the people from the smaller classes, like LZ2, they beat everyone in the class like really easily and don't get any training. Mm -hmm. So they gather all those all those type of kids together to fight, and it's a really tough class. And you, uh, you it's it's not something that you can just uh, half commit to the comp team, can you? You have to no, make sure you. No, you've got to you've got to be on it. And they recently um, introduced captains, but our our gym doesn't really use the captains. Mm -hmm. But we do have one, Liam. I th yeah. And you can't like miss multiple sessions just because you don't feel like no. it and things like that, can you? So there's this like structure, I think, where every time you miss a session, you get a yellow dot. Four yellow dots becomes a red dot. And when you get a red dot, you, uh, Ricky, the coach, he has to talk to your parents about why you've been missing all these sessions in a row, mm -hmm. unless you have a valid reason to miss them. Like us going to Worlds, we had to miss a couple, like maybe two or three comp team sessions, but that's fine because we had a valid reason since we had to go to a big competition where yeah. protein goes, yeah. So why did you want to start competing? What was it that... Um... Well, I didn't first 
at first I didn't know competitions even existed for mm. jiu-jitsu because it was such a little sport back then. But when I started hearing about this competition team coming out, I really wanted to be in it. Like at your school, there's this one like rugby team and you want to be the quarterback or the fullback. And so you've got to train really hard at rugby. But most of the people in the rugby team, right, they start training before the rugby team comes out. So I go in the jiu-jitsu. I had to train beforehand. So I did an early comp so that I could still get in. Uh, I, I did have a chance to get silver, but in the end, I was 7-0 up with two seconds to go. He pushed me over and armbarred me because I didn't even know what a submission was because I was in LC2 or LC1 at the time. And they don't do the so submissions. So competitions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they don't do submissions in LC1. I think one of the big advantages of the comp team is they teach them the rules of yeah. competition, which, you know, in, in normal classes, it's sort of not really expressly stated as much. Yeah, it's yeah. more about technique and... I think in the kids' competition team, you know, Ricky, Coach Ricky and, and the other coaches are very explicit about mm. the rules and, and how you score points, etc. So, an experience counts a yeah. lot, you know, understanding when, you know, there's, there's different types of refs, you know, they yeah. look for different things. He's had some soft submissions against him, but he's also had some soft submissions go for him. So, it, mm -hmm. it, it, experience counts, counts a lot. Yeah. yeah, some refs. And it, it sounds, you know, when you're pursuing, you know, this level of competition, um, as, as you've got there, you know, it sounds like you have to make a lot of sacrifices as well. You can't just be... Well, yeah, sometimes, like, my mum is in Vanuatu, but we came here because I wanted to visit my grandma and go on this massive tour where I could see all of the GBs in England. Nice. And just have some fun while also training. So you sacrificed a diving holiday, is that what you're saying? <coughs> well... Not really, because this is <laughs> way more dive. fun than a diving <laughs> <laughs> But there's other things you sacrifice, you know, you, yeah. you work hard after school, you know, there's a lot of time mm. where you could be playing with your friends, you've had play dates, you sacrifice play dates, because mm. he understands the consistency he needs to achieve. And you guys get jiu-jitsu homework as well, right? Mm. Uh, uh, you no, we, we used to, yeah. but after Ricky had some time thinking about it, they actually, they actually it. stopped it, because... They were actually, instead of making the kids do something that would help their well-being, instead put them on stress or, mm. like, if they didn't complete their homework, they would get in trouble or something. Made it like a bit that. less fun, kind of thing. Yeah. <coughs> some, of, some of them even quit because of the homework. Right. Mm. Or threatened to, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Because you have homework at school too, right? Yeah, so we've got to so do both at the same yeah. time, and I have to, like... Becomes a lot. ...put on my notes yeah. and yeah. stuff, yeah. You got to make a lot of sacrifices as a parent too. You do. You know, we've got four Money. children, so Ollie's the youngest, and we've got three older kids, and and they're very supportive of of what Ollie does. Obviously, we've we're busy juggling our careers. Um, my wife studies full time as well, so yeah, uh, we've moved closer to the gym. You know, getting him to the gym three four times a week. But and the schools, don't forget that. And school as well. Um, yeah, so. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes on, but we're supportive. My parents were supportive of, of my sport, so we're supportive of him too. Yeah. And he's committed to it. You know, he if if he messed around, he wasn't interested, wasn't committed, wasn't passionate about his sport. Then I think it would be different. Certainly, the school are also supportive. You know, we have to pull pull him out of school for certain events. Yeah. So knowing they know what he's like, they know at the level he he wants to <coughs> get to. They're 
they're very supportive of that too. So, you know, they're making making sacrifices for him as well. For example, he should have been playing in the um, ensemble at his speech night, but yeah, we were here. But I couldn't. So, you know, we have to make apologies. But and they're, sometimes they're also I have supportive. to miss my summer sport, like in the morning on Saturdays. Yeah, Saturday morning sports is mandatory at the school. Sometimes we miss those if mm. we're at nationals or state, and yeah. it's it's normally in Melbourne. Right. for the Nationals, so, okay, yeah. yeah, so there's there's a few sacrifices there, and financially too, yeah. you know, it's expensive. Money. Absolutely. Isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And um, have you ever had any wobbles with Jiu-Jitsu? Have you, have you ever thought, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, I want to quit, or had a hard time and not, well, not be sure about it? Not not at these stages, but in the early stages when, like, I fought not many people in the comp team, the little, little people in the comp team, and I got submitted straight away because I didn't even know what it was. And I've had my first comp and I signed up for the comp team. I got in and then I get smashed like every single time. And it's so disheartening <laughs> and like I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. But I knew that if I really did train hard enough that I'd, I'd get to this point, yeah. Nice. How about you, you guys' parents? Has it ever been like tough to keep him in? Uh, no, I would say he, no, not at all. In fact, um, we do ask him on a regular basis, like you do with all of your kids. Are you enjoying it still? Are you committed to it? You know, we don't want to plan too far ahead if there's wobbles. This year, for example, he changed his school sport from rugby to basketball, which was a, a sudden change. Absolutely fine with us. That's what he wanted to do. I would say at the start of this year, we, we came back from a holiday in the UK. He hadn't trained a lot and we, we took on a competition and he fought some really great kids, Friend, friends of ours, I would say, um, uh, Alessandro Imamura in, on the Gold Coast, and Manny Alam, who he fights a lot. And Ollie got submitted three times that day, which was a real shock for him. Yeah. And I was very happy to see his reaction to that because I think it's quite easily, easy to get disheartened as a child when, you, mm -hmm. when that happens, you have a bad yeah. day. Um, but like we say to him, we all have bad days and bad days will always happen in your life. It's about how you react to those bad days and, and what steps you take to correct that. And moving forward, he, um, he did really well to come back, come back from that and, and, you know, put the training in that he knows he needs to be at that level. If you're fighting at a, at a high level consistently, you take your, your foot off the gas for one minute and you're going to get beat. It's as simple as that because the other kids out there equally as good if not better at times, and it depends on the day, how you, how you turn up. But I would say that one, one strength of Ollie's is his preparation. Um, there's a lot that goes on in preparing him and a lot of good support that he has for that. Yeah. With Ricky and, and his teammates and Professor Romina, who, who yeah. teaches him too. And so there's, there's a lot of, it's not just, you know, it's an individual sport, but there's a lot of support that goes on around him to make sure that he's, he's the best he can be at, at that point particular point in time for sure and you give back as well Ollie, don't you? you help out in some of the uh, younger classes and stuff like that right yeah I do there's a service awards at my school where I have to help like in the community at my home and in different types of places but I chose that I do jujitsu right I'm good I'm in the comp team I'm, I'm decent so I teach the little kids yeah like the four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds. And they, they like me because instead of having the same coach, like repetitive every day, they get to see like a new face that's also like them, like mm -hmm. a kid.
And do you like doing that too? Yeah, I love it. It's so so nice seeing their faces when I come in the gym, and they're like, "Oh my God, Ollie, hi, <laughs> you're here." Yeah. And I always get greeted so well by the kids, and I just love training them. Yeah. For sure, I'm sure it means a lot to them as well. Getting, yeah, I'm sure you're probably good inspiration to them as well, right? Yeah, because they they all see that like my record. I don't really like to brag because it's rude, but they still know because they look on my Instagram because they're trying to make their own account, <laughs> but they just see me and they're like, whoa, he has all of this. Nice, and yeah. yeah. I can remember seeing a, a picture one time of, uh, I think, all the kids and uh, Ricky brought in all their, all their medals from that competition and just like, filled out the entire yeah. mat. <laughs> yeah. It was very cool. No, it's, it's all, all the medals, fantastic. Mm. But he's also got... Um, you know, kids in the older teams that have been inspirations to you, I, yeah. like Eric, like Eric and, and India, India and, and Alicia, Alicia and Olivia, Olivia you know, yeah. who've, who've got him to his level. So it works both ways. Yeah. You know, it's really important um, that he looks up to them and, and hopefully there's kids below him who can look up to him and, and the older kids. And that's a, it's a really good cycle, isn't it? We all kind of uh, help each other out and that's one of my favourite things about the community aspect of Gracie Bar Schools, wherever you go in the world, like... Um, there's always people to kind of that are a bit above you, and you can, and they're going to bring you up. And usually, if you look down the line, there's going to be someone else that you, yeah. that might need some of For your sure. help. For um, sure. Does the, does the values aspects of jiu-jitsu is that something you wanted Ollie to get out of it? Of it? Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't. I didn't do any martial arts. Um, it was new to me. Ollie was a, a very difficult baby. You know, extremely hard, high energy, never slept. And I must admit, I tried him with various sports. Um, people ask me how we got in, into it. I mm. literally Googled, what do I do with a four-year-old who never sleeps? That's how I got him into it. And the first thing that came up, luckily for Professor Pedro, <laughs> was Gracie yeah. Barabondi. So we took him down when he just turned four. So it was March 2018, and um, he went on the mats, and he never looked back. It was fantastic. And, uh, you know, the fact that the coaches are taking care of the kids on the mat, and we could actually spend an hour having a coffee and, and having a, a bit of downtime yeah. without somebody like Ollie grabbing at our ankles was, was refreshing. But then after that, I got used to the values of the jiu-jitsu and, and what he was learning, not just from a physical development point of view, but also from a personal and professional development point of view. And I think, you know, the, the values that Gracie Barra certainly have are, are things that he understands and... Um, and try tries to implement in his own life as well. And, and well it sounds really like important. it. Yeah, especially if you, you know, you got that great mindset around the competition, and you got great mindset around helping people. Um, so I think uh, you're a really good testament to what this sport is, and and to all those people that you that you inspire um, in the future, Ollie. Thank you very mm. much for coming on the podcast, but I really appreciate. Yeah, your, thank uh, you too. Coming on. It's been really fun. It's great to see you again after this time, yeah? Uh, it's yeah. been so nice. It's yeah. like uh, all these memories are coming back, you know, and uh, <laughs> I'd love to go visit uh, Bondi again someday. You're um, very welcome. I'm sure see, Ricky would like, like to see you there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll do another one on Zoom one day, on, uh, on, 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 do it online. We can yeah, do that'd another, be oh, yeah. really cool. Code, yeah. Sure. That'd be very cool. And uh, we're going to do a class now, and we'll get a little round or two in, yeah? That'll yeah. Be fun. yeah, that'd be you can, great. You can beat me up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, good times. Okay, thank you guys. Thanks. Take care. Thank see you. Ya. See you, see ya.